Hello and welcome. Welcome to the Circle of Love and Light. I'm your host, Jane Mountrose, here with my partner and founding director of Awakenings Institute and our very, very, very special guest, Susan Taylor Shire, who is an intuitive counselor for the heart and soul. It's one of our favorite subjects, heart and soul. <laughs> so I'm, I think we're going to have a wonderful time together. So Susan's chosen topic today is owning your sacred value and your divine worth. It's a beautiful topic, and I think we're going to have a great time with it. And Susan brings a wealth of experience to this and many things spiritual. We've known her since the 90s and still Maybe. really live by some of the things that she's taught us. So please stay with us for some valuable insights and ideas. And then Susan is going to guide us in a special meditation that you can take with you. And as always, we'll end by sending our collective love and light out to the world. So before I begin, I do want to thank you for joining us. Uh, the Circle is here every week at this time to light up our lives, help us to heal, to grow, and stand as beacons of light for the world. I also want to remind people who are with us live that we'd love it if you would say hi, tell us where you're from, and feel free to comment because we, we really appreciate everything that you have to offer too. And before I introduce Susan and our topic, I just wanna take a very brief moment to center ourselves. I think I found just sitting and breathing for a minute or two, and this will just be even less than a minute probably makes a difference. So for those out there, if you can close your eyes, if you're in a safe place, just take this time to, to focus on welcoming all the beings of light who are with us and breathing in some of that love and light for yourself in this moment. And just feel yourself becoming more present in your body so we can all be here together. Hmm, that's great, thank you. <laughs> so now um, I want to turn to you, Susan, and ask you to start us off by sharing a little more about yourself and then why owning your sacred value and divine worth is so important to you. Okay, great. Thank you so much, Jane. Beautiful to be with you and Philip. And this is just a very, very special time in this circle of love and light that's going out to the world. I love it. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> thank you for doing this in so many ways. So about me, um, I've been working in the field of, well, the work that I do is called Soul Mastery, helping you access the gifts of your soul and understand the challenges at a soul level. We've all worked with many things for a long time <laughs> as it relates to our particular challenges. And I love to work at a soul level because you get right to the root of things. Right. Always refer there. And I work with the Akashic Records, the Akashic Record field. And you can always go into shifting the whole Akashic Record field when you tap into your soul because your soul is connected to everything everywhere right i started doing energy work like reiki it was called attunement oh let's see that was back in 1973 <laughs> <laughs> many of you weren't even born <laughs> years ago. For many years and right. then i started adding pieces that became soul mastery and guided journeys to uh, a person's home world to their other right. dimensions to connect with their universal self and all sorts of fun things like that. So that's about me and what I my mission is in the world and um, owning your sacred value. That's just such a beautiful, beautiful topic for me because not only the word sacred is so amazing mm -hmm. to start with anything that is sacred matters to us, has meaning to us. No matter what we want to manifest, it starts with a little flame in our heart of something that is meaningful, important. When you add the dimension of sacred to it, you are bringing in the whole universe with you because the universe is a sacred energy pool, right? <laughs> so when you own your sacred value, you are valuing your sacred nature, your being, your soul, your heart, what matters most deeply for you. And when you have that force 
with you, so to speak, your sacred value <laughs> with you, right. what it is you want to create, creation comes you. first and then manifestation has that feeling of I am not only worthy, but I, I am that being that is just letting the energy of my value be placed with meaning on this particular thing or situation or person that matters to me that I want to create with. Wow. Yeah, that's beautiful. And I want to uh, welcome Barbara Clark, one of our dear friends from Sacramento. She says, hello, glad to be with you. So welcome, Barbara. And Philip, would you like to share? Uh, just to say hello or about the subject or what were you referring to? Whatever you want to say. <laughs> I think it's a great topic. <laughs> and that is, it's interesting to look at the world, which we often think is very mundane and automatic and practical, uh, which it is too, but from a really a deeper level, a spiritual level, a more heartfelt level, where we have a sense of why we're here, what makes us tick, what this is all about, really to make it meaningful. It is, it is a choice to make it sacred, and it's wonderful to focus on that. I'm glad you chose this topic, Susan, which you're eminently qualified to uh, <laughs> oh, Thank you, Philip. Thank you so <clears throat> much. Well, you know, I find that this matter of self-esteem, I don't use that word because it's sort of overused and it feels quite human uh, sometimes, but sacred value it go, takes us even deeper than the topic of self-love. Again, we've all done so much as it relates to self-love and loving every part of ourselves, and accepting ourselves and being with all of those uh, pieces of us that have not been loved. And taking it deeper is owning the sacred value of every aspect of us as well. So for instance, if you are feeling fear, we've all felt fear once or twice in our lifetime. <laughs> and if you go, oh, that is that, that aspect of me it actually is being protected by fear, which, which fear does, right? It's a protective mechanism to keep you from getting hurt in a certain way. Uh, and you put it in place. Um, God only knows how long ago. <laughs> but that protective mechanism of fear, if you go into the sacred value of it and start to go, oh, that was holding something for me, that I now want more than I want the fear. So if it's love, we all want more love on the planet, in our lives, et cetera. The fear is the protection to keep us from getting so-called hurt by love. Well, love as a divine value is sacred and it can't be harmed or hurt. It's our emotional realm that, that can get hurt. So when you're in your place of feeling that you are of value, and of value as love in your very beingness, then you, you drop in more in your body because value goes into your abdomen as well as your heart. Then you drop into this place of, I am valuable. My life matters. And you feel that in your whole body, then the fear can dissolve because the fear was, yikes, well, what if, if you're important here? What does that mean about the other people that are struggling in the world? How can you be special and important if they're struggling? You need to put your attention on them all the time because we got to get them out of the struggle, right? And actually our own sense of sacred value allows us to feel in our energy field as an inspiration to uplift from a subconscious level often other people out of the struggle, hope, knowing, possibility, anything can happen differently, magic, miracles, all of that starts to percolate in another person versus me moving out of myself and going, oh, let me help you with your struggle. I'm worried for you. I'm afraid for you, right? It's like, no, we all have sacred value. I'm going to offer some of that through my radiant field and you will feel more aligned with your sense of value, even if you're struggling. Right. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. a long sentence. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I love uh, the way you use the term also divine worth. I think, well, they go together. Um, 
over the years, I've come to understand the way we perceive ourselves really to be the bottom line in the spiritual journey. There's a lot, of, there are a lot of details, different emotions and things, beliefs going on, but really the essence of it is our perception of who we are. And it is the True. transformation of that perception really that is what awakening is about. And so I think that the more we can understand that each of us matters, and that each of us is impacting everything else. I think you mentioned just briefly about the Akashic records, how they can change. Well, when one person's record changes, it's, it's like there's, it's that idea, Philip might know better than me, about like a butterfly fl flutters its wings and it affects the whole universe. If you start to understand how every change you make is changing your lives and then broadening out <laughs> who mm. knows how far, um we all matter deeply yes. we matter deeply yes yes mm -hmm. so i would say when we talk about self-worth before now um we said i am worthy because so and so loves me so and so validates me so and so hired me for that job uh that person if you're a healer wants to come see me. I have a business. I have this. I have that has been that sense of self-worth. And we get so tripped up in that, that we have that feeling that they determine, whoever they is in our world, our sense of worth. And yes, this sense of sacred divine worth flips the whole thing around because then your sense of worth is in how you feel on the inside right. about yourself versus how are you doing in relationship to the reflection of everybody else and you know everybody's working with their own emotions and feelings and um and own stuff all the time so we can't get our sense of self-worth from them they're barely we're all barely getting it for ourselves in the first place <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> so we can only inspire yeah yeah mm -hmm. Well, and recognize that every one of us were a, a magnificent soul that came here with a plan. So whatever it is that you bring as your gifts, your talents, your skills, whatever it is, it's all by design. And it's exactly who you're here to be. And yes. I think that really simplifies things. It's like, I don't have to try to be this other person. Yeah, I have to just be me. <laughs> Which is actually yeah. is pretty easy if you can <laughs> let go, but that letting yeah. go is the challenge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's ironic that, as you said, many, especially holistic minded people want to help others, which is wonderful, but don't help themselves. <laughs> so there's an imbalance there. Um, mm -hmm. And you mentioned inspiration. I think that is a good one good place to do it. How, how do you... Uh, help yourself or other people become inspired? Oh boy, <laughs> different things all the time, I have to admit. But I would say the main thing is to really feel connected. And I would call it being connected to, the Akashic field can sound very vague, connecting to God or source. People say to me all the time, I don't know what that looks or feels like. I like to help people and help myself feel connected to a field of, of a creation. And I do, we're gonna do a guided journey today to help you be able to do that. But knowing that there is a guidance collective, not just a few guides, people will say to me, you know, who are my guides? What's my purpose? Just give it to me in a linear <laughs> you know, lineup. Tell me what I can do or be. And you know, what are my gifts? And I am happy to give people their gifts and their propensities at a soul level, but it's qualities of spirit really right. oh, people yeah. want to focus on. My gift is a quality of spirit. And then you can use it in infinite ways. So being able to tap into through um, what I, the form of meditation I do um, I've, on my own for myself, et cetera, is to feel and experience that quality of spirit that I'm wanting to have more of, whether it's peace, love, confidence, value, money, whatever it is, the universe is holding that 
as a quality of spirit. Everybody wants more money abundance, right? So you have to ask, you want to ask yourself, what is it that this abundance, this money would bring me? How would I feel, right? So a lot of people would say I'd feel free. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what about if you felt free in yourself, then the world is a reflection of us then the freedom that you want from the money is already in your energy field. And so the money can come to you to magnify that freedom. So what I do is I will help either myself or another connect with that universal quality of freedom. The key is to bring it into my heart, bring it into my body, feel that sense of freedom. And then I don't feel like I have to have the money to be free. I'm free and I would like to create the money or whatever form of abundance it is, again, to magnify that freedom. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. 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 And Mm -hmm. I I think this is something really, if if for people, if you haven't thought about this, I think it really is uh, profound. We've found asking people, if you go to the bottom line with any topic, and I think money is a good example, what is it that the money is going to provide you? And from my experience too, the thing that people say most is freedom. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting with a lot of those things, like if you want something, what is it going to provide you ultimately? What's the bottom line? And you can have that freedom now. Yes. Maybe not to the degree you could if you could if you had enough money to take <laughs> to take a trip around the world or whatever, but it is really the experience of it that you can have and then as Susan was saying, then you can, then you're in a really wonderful place to be able to add that as a benefit of being free. Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. And then, then the money has more of a sacred value to it. Right. Well, whatever it is you're creating has a sacred value to it. It isn't just a thing that you want because you have this idea in your head that if you had money, you'd be able to travel around the world. Well, a lot of people might have money to travel around the world, but they don't feel safe to go anywhere. So what's the point, right? Right. (laughs) We have to build from the inside out. It's like winning the lottery and blowing it. You know, if you don't have that sense of value of for yourself, of yourself, then putting value on something outside yourself, like money tips the scale and doesn't increase your value. It t- makes you feel like you're only valuable if you have that. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. right. Yeah, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so beautiful when we allow ourselves to look at things from that sacred dimension, I think, because it frees us from all of these mundane things that we concern ourselves with. And then a lot of those things, they, they're no longer important, <laughs> which I think is very freeing in itself. Yes. If we can just free ourselves of all of the chatter or some, yes. mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we're not, none of us are perfect, but, right, but right. It, it is a beautiful way, I think, to frame things. Mm-hmm. Yes. And when you frame it that way, then there's more space in your creative field for things to come to you because mm-hmm. it's just a magnification of life. The more life you have moving in you, which is love and light coming into the body becomes life energy, the more aligned you are with life. And I find that being enlightened is actually on planet earth is being in love with life itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Feeling the life pulsation through you, feeling the oneness of connection to all life and being in joy about having a body being in life. And Mm -hmm. that is what, you know, floats our boat and makes us feel um, that we are, yes, purposeful, but also um, connected to something larger, which is life itself and Mm -hmm. being able to enjoy our life. Because we know the bottom line for everybody is we want to be happy. Right. That person doesn't look like they want to be happy. They look like they want to be (laughs) everybody else. But really, they think that's going to make them happy. So that's always the bottom line, to know more life. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it is really, it's built into, we have a holistic approach to things. It's built into our energy system, the thymus gland, which is right, <laughs> you can't see through, buddy, it's right here in the center of your chest, right in the heart area. Yes. It's, um, it's focuses on aliveness. Yes. And if you also wonder about what your purpose is, one of the keys is those are things that make you feel fully alive. Well, so the things yeah. like I'm, I'm good at accounting, but that's not my purpose. Just right? because you're good at something doesn't mean it's your purpose. Mm -hmm. The things that really are meaningful to you, and it is in your heart, mm -hmm. that those are the, the things that make you really feel alive. And like for me, this is it, love and light. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> I'm doing here what here I want are. to be doing. Right. Um, those, are, those are things to explore. Another yeah. way of saying it, we sometimes is using the word aliveness. That seems to be another good descriptor. What makes you feel alive? Mm -hmm. What makes you feel present? Uh, they asked Joseph Campbell, the the famous writer, the hero uh, yeah. uh, with a thousand faces, you know, what are people looking for meaning? He said, no, actually, they're looking for aliveness. And in the aliveness actually is the meaning. So what makes you, if, you, if you're walking in nature or hold, petting a dog? or taking a trip or breathing the air, doing something you enjoy, expressing your gifts, whatever, you feel very alive and that and, and in the zone. Right, yeah, yeah, you're embracing life as Susan was suggesting, you know, just the joy of being alive, it, mm. opening to that. And we, we measure things a lot of times, suds levels of things with EFT and different things that we do. And it is interesting when you're thinking of something like, gee, how would it be if I went in this direction? Well, how alive on a scale of one to 10, how alive does that make you feel going in that direction? Right, right. Yeah, that's really great. And um, adding to that, which Philip said so well, is what if you're like, well, I don't know what makes me feel alive. You can ask a good friend, uh, partner, family member that knows you and you feel understands you. Mm -hmm. What is it that you emanate? Mm -hmm. What is it that you emanate that you may not know is as natural as breathing for you? Mm -hmm. Right. And that's part there, of the problem sometimes. Are, <laughs> yeah, there are our gifts. There's so much a part of us. We, right. we take them for granted and then we compare our weaknesses to other people's strengths and feel bad about ourselves. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So being able to be in touch with that is a wonderful thing. And, you know, when you talk about aliveness, I know we are in a time where we're talking about the rise of the feminine, right? Very important, the rise of the feminine. I'm not putting that down at all, but we want to see that really what, you know, the feminine in its largest sense represents all life, all love all light. Now, where does that put the masculine? You could say, well, there's no place for it because what we're talking about is, you know, a feminine uh, light and love and life being feminine. Where's the place for the masculine? Well, the masculine holds a sacred connection to all of that. Now, that's a whole lecture right there. But what I want to say is when we're talking about the rise of the feminine, we're really talking about the rise of feeling alive. Mm -hmm. and feeling um, full in ourselves to give our sovereign self expression. You know, it gets to a point where it's not feminine and masculine. It's really the rise of the wholeness of our feminine, excuse me, our sovereign self feeling alive and feeling free to uh, be that love. Right. Well, and to have the energy to, to take action on the things that you want to create yeah and that uh, just going back to masculine and feminine that's the masculine part you need right. to have the part of you that is ready to go out and and manifest something related to what it is that you feel you're here to mm -hmm. create structure and action right <laughs> well said from a masculine we, need, we do need that too yeah we need structure and action. yeah and i find discipline yeah that many people in a spiritual world don't have right you know when right. people say to me well how were how you able to write four books i'm like you'd say it's not the the ability to write and yes you have to feel 
good about the fact that you have something to say and all of that, but discipline is part of it. So it is for sure. Every right. day I would say, okay, I'm going to give at least 15 minutes. Cause it wasn't that I'd stop everything and write a book. I'd say 15 mm-hmm. minutes that I promise God or love or the universe that I'm going to do this. That makes mm-hmm. it sacred and meaningful at a deeper level. Mm-hmm. And if at the end of the day, you're like, Oh my gosh, I'm tired. Of, I forgot or didn't have time. It's like, Oh, I promised love that I would write for the sake of love, for the sake of the divine, for the sake of God, whatever it mm-hmm. is. And then you just sit down with that in mind, not because you're afraid you're going to get whooped if you don't. <laughs> God doesn't do that. <laughs> it's like, no, this has, this has sacred value to me, right? right? This has sacred value to me. And that connection is feeding me and boom, mm-hmm. I do it and it would just flow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you make a commitment to yourself, sort of a sacred contract to, uh, to do something that you love or meaningful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, but you have to have the discipline, like we were saying, to do that because it's like we make a promise, you know, it's really valuable for me to do exercise or, or lose weight or whatever those things are. Man, if you don't ha- hold a sacred space for yourself in it, that habit goes down the road. You have every excuse under the sun to go back to the old mm-hmm. way. Because, you know, you have to have in many um, uh, these programs, whether it's Weight Watchers or a gym thing, they say it's important to have someone you're accountable to. Mm-hmm. And that is very true. If you have someone in the outer to be accountable to, that's really helpful. And if you have something in a sacred, meaningful space within you that you have account, you're accountable to, that really revs it mm-hmm. up. And I'm letting the universe down or I'm letting love down and love really matters to me, but nah, not now, doesn't <laughs> cut it. <laughs> right. Yeah. So you're doing it for yourself on a deeper spiritual level. Yeah. Instead mm-hmm. of just doing it, you'll do it for your boss to get a paycheck. You have to show up. You have to be disciplined every every day to show up to work if you have a job or if you ever had one. True. So yeah. why not do it to for yourself? Right. And yeah. you have to, I think you have to get over what we sometimes call the honeymoon period. Any new project, it's like, oh, this is the greatest thing. You know, I am so excited. I'm going to write a book. Well, three weeks later, wow, that was harder than I thought. I think I'll maybe do something else. Right, right. You know, and the, the, a lot of people skip from one, you could call bright, shiny object to the next. <laughs> it's like, oh, this will be yeah. great. I think this will be much better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah but he's always, what are you talking about? <laughs> but I think it say, is important to realize yeah. that you have to get to a point where it's much more, well, you say, you can say disciplined or intentional. It requires a, a stronger intention to follow all the way through. We're writers yeah. too, and I know very well how yeah. that works. Yeah, a deeper, stronger sense of value and meaning than just that excitement that says, oh, I would love to do yeah. this. This will be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, exactly what you're saying is so true because you will burn out if it's just, yay, I got right. It makes right. me feel like you have endorphins. <laughs> Can Not only take you so far. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's just, it is. And then the joys in the journey too, the, to be on that journey and, and to, to have the discipline to see that things are falling into place gradually. And it, yeah. it, the journey is, it also is, it's kind of like you were saying, people want to know well, what's my value? What's my purpose? It's kind of like, I'll get all these things out of the way and then I could just coast or something. It isn't the, the your purpose evolves too. Absolutely. You, and absolutely. And we create it as we go. That's the beauty of these days, you know, because you could easily look at what's going on in the world and go, what is the purpose of all of this? Where does this fit in? Could we possibly be getting anywhere creative? if you look at just a snapshot, but if you have a larger view of knowing that there is something larger and you get to change course continually, that's important. It's not like, okay, anything is set in stone anymore at all. It's like, (laughs) there it is. (laughs) It's all there. Process and it's all up to us, the choices we make now, as we know with something like climate change, for instance, 
It's up to us what happens with the climate change. There is no God that can come in and change that. There's no predestined um, idea of how it's going to flip or you know how we're going to survive or whatever. It's up to us. And that is mm -hmm. the sign of the times. There, mm -hmm. you know, certainly nature and life is doing everything it can to up the frequency so we can hear the call and respond. Mm -hmm. And um, as you said, move with structure and um, the other words. <laughs> Discipline. <laughs> you know, yeah, and action, action, actually action, do something mm -hmm. about it. Yeah. yeah. Will, you know, will is another pr pretty masculine word to have the will to follow through, mm -hmm. yes. you know, to just really be uh, committed, I think, to it. Yes, right. yes. And, that and it, that's not to say also, if you realize something is wrong, is like, this was not the right thing for me after all. I think there are times when that's true. Well, it could be but just it, a stepping stone. Right. Yeah, right. Stone. Like, oh, I'm here, but now actually I think I'm going to, I've got this mm -hmm. V in the road. I'm going to go over here. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Just make sure that it is, it isn't just laziness. <laughs> like, oh, that was too hard. <laughs> exactly. We don't quit on ourselves. Right. We recognize that life is a process. Yeah. And that's how it, how it rolls, so to speak. Right. Yeah. yeah. And just taking that next step, uh, that really helps me because if you look at something like right. climate change, it can seem overwhelming and impossible, exactly. impossible odds. Uh, yes. There was David versus Goliath and you just don't yes. know when that inflection point, that tipping point. So just taking little steps, you don't know when the critical mass is going to happen. And there is a shift on, on the planet by adding more and more light in those little steps or might be a personal goal seems overwhelming for your weight or for your diet or whatever it is. Um, uh, just taking that one step or writing the book, I could write one paragraph, you know, or I could do one yeah. push up or whatever. Mm -hmm. you know. <laughs> exactly. And, and I back from your heart, I think in terms heart. of the environment, if everybody was coming from a loving place, the environment would correct itself. Yes, right. it's true. It's true. And I love that phrase, a David and Goliath moment. I've used it <laughs> numerous times because we have to have that kind of faith and knowing. Um, Lord of the, it's a Lord of the Rings moment too. I love that story as well. There's so many good ones, but David and Goliath is a great one. Mm -hmm. I remember when the uh, war in Ukraine first started, I got an email from some diplomat, something like that, not a politician per se, who said, we have to come up with creative solutions here. That's, and we will take anything you want to send us. We need creative mm -hmm. solutions here, which I thought was beautiful. And that's part of the David and Goliath is David's doing the creation dance. You know, I, I wanted, mm -hmm. uh, I, it wasn't just survival. It's like, I, I'm going to get creative as to what I can do in this situation and not be downed by the largeness of Goliath and its so-called power, so-called mm -hmm. power. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And many people, you know, are afraid of power, afraid of mm -hmm. human power, don't like it in the spiritual sense. It's like, I don't want to have anything to do with power. I use the word and they're like, no, I don't want to have anything <laughs> to do with power. It's human power you don't like, which is misuse of power. Right. Yeah. Spiritual power is your spiritual fire is your sacred yeah. value and getting in touch with that form of power in your abdomen allows you to move forward with a sense of being having a foundation uh that's right that's connected foundation mm -hmm. yeah. yeah so does this feel like a good time for the journey why <laughs> <laughs> It's always a good time for a journey, right? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> We're continually on one. We're ready. Buddy's ready. Good, good. <laughs> Aren't we, sweet pie? Okay, so how about, is there anything that comes to mind from either of you that you want to have be lit up or experienced or any of that? I have, I have a thought that I want to incorporate the three of us and what we value. And if there's nothing, you're just like, whatever, that's fine too. 
I think the idea of creativity itself is a great one because a mm -hmm. lot of people think, well, I'm not creative. And they mm -hmm. think, well, I can't draw a picture or I can't, <laughs> whatever. We're all creative. We're creators. So creativity would be one. I would. Okay, great. It. Good. Okay. Philip, anything from you? Um, I think following up on the theme of making the world kind of a brighter, more loving place amidst all the turmoil and uh, challenges we face. Okay, great. Okay, so what we're going to do is put those two together, which is always my fun, creative, um, spiritual challenge. <laughs> it's not a challenge in a bad way. It's like, oh, this is fun, how we incorporate both of those. So we're going to do a little visualization to bring creation in and show how it transforms the world and allows the world for us to see the world as a vessel for creation. No matter how it looks like on the outer, it is a vessel for creation, no matter what. Okay, great. Mm -hmm. yeah. So everybody, uh, feel free when you're listening to this. You can pause at any time with this recording if you're not live today and slow it down. We'll take it fairly quickly. Um, everybody has a different speed, I'll say. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's you, part two, oh, honoring yeah. your own way of yeah. unique. Oh my right. gosh, your authentic nature, your sovereign sense of mm -hmm. creativity. Right. Yeah. So everybody just put your attention on your beautiful breath. And connect to a source of light that you know and trust. It can be a visual. It can be a feeling. It can be creative imagination. We can imagine anything we're such creative people. So imagine a light source that you know and trust. And as you do so, breathe that into what I call your sacred heart. That space behind your heart that is a sanctuary for all things sacred, beautiful, and love-filled. No emotions can come into that space. So as you bring that light in, Allow it to penetrate and then just flow into the rest of your body. Feel that light lighting your whole body up. And as you feel that light in your whole body all the way down to your toes, Bring it back, breathe it in, even down your spine today, it feels like. Breathe that light in and then bring it into your heart like a flame, a flame in your heart. See that flame, feel that warmth, whatever it is for you. And as you have that in your heart, feel in your heart, I want to connect with creation, the field of creation, the, the access point for creation, the waterfall of creation. I want to access that. And imagine that source, love, heaven, whatever you want to call it, is speaking to you saying, I want you to know this. Feel your excitement. Feel your excitement that the universe of you wants you to know more creation, more access to your natural creative self, because you are designed to be a grand creator. And feel that sensation of the universe, your guidance collective, whatever it is, saying to you, come be with me where I am. And feel yourself moving out of your body, so to speak, this human dimension, out into the universe to a 
visual field that is so filled with creation. Imagine it. What is creative to you? What is creative to you? Is it colors? Is it nature? Is it water? Is it animals? What denotes creation for you? And feel that there's a whole field. Maybe it's a safari of, ant, of elephants <laughs> in creation. Imagine that. There's a creative field. Maybe it's stars twinkling in the night. Let yourself feel free to connect to creation. Maybe it's the magic of flowers. See it, sense it, go into it. Let your body rest for a minute. Don't be thinking of what's going on in your body or your joints or anything like that. As though source energy itself is offering you this gift of tapping into creation as an infinite field. And maybe it's just a star or a, a, a ball of gold, liquid love. And feel yourself whatever it is that has come forward for you. I'll just be quiet for a moment so you can focus on you and not my words. And imagine that this creative field that you are connecting to, that you're imagining right now, is truly part of the Akashic Records of your soul for creation. Because the blueprint here is that we are grand creators. And then take that visual, that image, that um, feeling, sensation, whatever it is that you're imagining now, which is the way of spirit, imagination, Move that into your heart space. Bring that waterfall, that container of gold, that star, that nature. Down into that sacred heart space. And then breathe that quality of creation into your abdomen because this is the womb space for creation. Maybe you can't stuff it into your abdomen because it's already full of whatever, <laughs> but feel yourself painting it on your abdomen knowing that every time you breathe this creation field, you're breathing it in. You're pregnant with it, male or female, you're pregnant with it. And feel that light in your heart that ignites this creative field. You can bring that light down into your abdomen. That light from your heart of love. And as you bring it into the, your abdomen, I want you to imagine this creative field in your abdomen, and then we're gonna add the world to that. I want you to imagine a globe <laughs> in the world, a globe in the world, of the world, excuse me, in your abdomen, that you are creating for the world that lives in you, which is the only world there is, this light of creation surrounding it, the whole world with this field of creation, the way it's showing up for you, blessing the world, bringing it in. And you can return to this any time. Anytime you want to bring something to the world to create from rather than feeling like it's suffering Oh my gosh, what's going on there? What's going on there? I want to bring creation into that part of the world. 
through my radiant heart and body. And just see what percolates, see what happens. And enjoy the aliveness that you have increased for yourself and all. And just come back into your heart space to complete. Thanking that beautiful light that you know and trust for being with you. Thanking that beautiful field of creation that is yours for being with you. All the guidance, all source, all that is with you. For the love, the light, and the creation that is now at your fingertips in greater ways than ever before. And so it is. Thank you, Susan. That was beautiful. Thank you, <laughs> I'm, in the, I'm in this kind of. <laughs> Good. Good. <laughs> what do you think? How was one? that? Beautiful. That was, that beautiful. was great. Yeah. Good. Good. And did you enjoy being able to bring it into your abdomen with the world? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. That was different. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, it's resonant to me. I want to create a better world. So <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's so, my focus. Yeah. Yeah. So when you hold that world inside you, because that's really where it is, is it's our world, you know, how we see it, how we want it to be starts from the, in, we say that it all starts from the inside. Can we bring the globe, the world into our abdomen and embrace it with gold, with whatever it is you want to bring in um, of creation? then you are upping the vibration here and now in a very magical way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That was wonderful. Mm -hmm. yeah. And of course it's a good lead into where we want to be toward the end of our time together, which is really that to be a gift to the world, it is just being the gift of who we are primarily. Yes. Because yes. then, as you just said, we're shining our light out all around us and it's influencing and affecting everything. That's right. That's right. Mm -hmm. And that's how change is going to happen and is happening. It is happening. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the more uh, light there is on the planet, the more the people who are outside of light, which we, uh, wait, hold that thought, <laughs> the more people <laughs> outside of light go, oh, wow, that's a cool uh, possibility. It becomes a bright and shiny object versus a something that's being held back and hidden and secret and, you know, because we really don't want to bring it out. It's not valuable or people might not see it as worthy. It's like, no, we're going to shine our light to give others the opportunity to go, wow, that's an awesome choice because everything is about our moments are about choice. What do we mm -hmm. choose? What do we choose? That's the beauty of free choice. We have choices. And we know all of us, even though, you know, the three of us have been around the block for a while. <laughs> what sparked us was somebody else's light, right? That started right. the ball rolling. Somebody or a group or whatever it was that, wow, there's this light shining. I want to be part of that or that is what I'm here for as well, whatever it was, or just an attraction. So the more light there is, which is a soul purpose right there, just keeping that little flame in your heart going, the more light there is, the more there is the choice for others. And that it can make a huge difference in the mm -hmm. world. Be right. the light and shine it on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, we know that I'm going to use the example of um, what's going on in Ukraine. Right. A president who said, I'm going to hold the light. Yeah. And we have Incredible. put up with this forever. And we have a purpose. We don't care if we have to die for it. We're going to hold this light for freedom. And it's a worldwide quest. So, it, you know, it, it has a divine mission to it. And the people there have that same divine mission, which is beautiful. That's what creates the change. And that's what brings the light. 
And that's the inspiration. Just one that the whole world knows about. <laughs> and there are many. <laughs> but he wants to eat the planet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that, that is really, I think that Ukraine has been, I think, a lesson for hopefully many people to show that when you recognize what's truly important, then things change. You know, your focus changes. And for me, it just kind of looking at all the things that we've been talking about here, um, sacred value, our divine worth, um, that sense of aliveness. If everyone on the planet was fully alive, doing things that made them feel pure joy and, and bringing out the best within themselves, it would be a different world. Yeah. And, and it is because that. we repress yeah. that, that yeah. it is <laughs> that people feel that they have to compete or someone else might get it instead of me. We can all have it. <laughs> we can. You know, it's been shown, too, that there are many people in third world, world countries that are happier right. <laughs> than any place else. Yeah. And it's because that's all they know is that we're here to be alive and mm -hmm. value life and they value life and mm -hmm. that is so key as we've been talking about yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so it's in motion <laughs> it is and i think that any of us who understand it and we can inspire that in others that's a real gift yeah. that was something when i felt i didn't matter years ago when i realized well if i can just bring one person to a more loving place I've doubled my impact. Yeah. What if it's two people or 10 people? Yes. And, and also then I looked at it as kind of like this uh, snowflake. It radiates out from one person to the next. Absolutely. So it's not all, it's not like, obviously it's not any one of us. Right. It's all of us together. Yes. I, I want to mention also Barbara Clark mentioned that, what a lovely experience that was. Susan. Oh, so. good. <laughs> It really was. I'm so happy. Happy for you. That's great. Yeah. You did it, Barbara. <laughs> right. Yeah. You created that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good. Quite a. It, and I think just for the having the circle, I always feel good. And part of the reason we have it on Sunday is because this is a energy that we can use for the week we can set our intention for the week to be more alive i like that and to even share maybe some of the things that we've learned here with other people because again if we can multiply each of us our impact things can change in really magical ways absolutely absolutely yeah, yeah. and lives just if you think of <laughs> the kind of the difference between being stressful and being joyful they they take they take us in very different directions on all levels and just in terms of physical health and longevity <laughs> well it, people think love is this fluffy thing it's actually very practical <laughs> mm -hmm. love and joy and all of these things take us in a real positive direction yeah in all ways yes yes definitely yeah. And we can take baby steps. I, you know, I feel like people often will say, well, I don't know much about joy. It was never shown to me, et cetera. Just take baby steps. And every day, notice the magic that's around. You know, one day you could say, I'm going to notice magic. Another day, I'm going to notice joy today. Another day, I'm going to notice evidence of love. Another day, you know, whatever it is to start to um, increase your resonant field of right. that being real in you that it's mm -hmm. like oh yes that's joy oh that's an example of joy yes cool wonderful mm -hmm. great yeah mm -hmm. yeah yeah and we we have this uh we've written several books and i'm actually writing one right now oh yeah uh, it, it's called follow your heart and share the love and it, i'm intending for it to be a free book I just want people to get it out there. Yeah. And, and that we have this thing we've done for quite a while in several books called prescriptions. Uh, you have you can have doses of love and happiness that you take every day. And it actually it does produce chemicals in your body. If you just if you just experience a little happiness and aliveness, 
it changes everything in your body and it's free. Yes, that is so true. <laughs> That's a great way to put it, a prescription. Yeah. <laughs> so you and can you take can, as many doses as you want. <laughs> you can infuse your, you know, supplements and vitamins that you take with those energies, just like, you know, uh, putting love on the side of your glass of water, etc. Just infuse it and say this, my intention is that this water I'm drinking or this supplement I'm taking is going to increase my joy. Yeah. yeah. Or, yeah. And you know, I actually, it, there's that messages from water thing. I have, this is <laughs> getting kind of beat up looking. I have, actually, I have to have this, uh, this cup so that the dogs don't knock, <laughs> knock things over. But inside of it, I have written love and light. Aww. So every time I put my water glass on, it's infusing oh. it with love and light. So you oh, can great. have your own like kind of coasters. <laughs> That's perfect. Or, or put little stickers on your glasses. Actually, sure. if you have stickers of hearts, then they'll remind you to think of it too. There That's are just right. so many, right. so many little things we can do. It's true. It's true. Yeah. 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 And it doesn't take much time either. That's another part of right. it. Right. It's not like you don't have to meditate in a cave <laughs> five hours a day <laughs> to be more joyful. Thank goodness. You <laughs> Yeah. Years ago, it used to be the only way to get there, but <laughs> <laughs> not now, right? All right. Another thing I always recommend: <laughs> selenite is a really. Do you use selenite, Susan? Yes, it's, it's an amazing stone. It it uh, clears out negative vibrations, and and it has obviously it has a lot of light in it. I just love looking at this thing. Um, you can buy, you can get little sticks of it. I don't have one right with me but it if you just hold it it i think it makes you feel better because it's clearing out <laughs> some of the uh, yeah. distorted energies that yeah. are interfering with your so joy many things we can do that's a, right that's a great one that's a really yeah great yeah i think selenite hearts i think it's just a it's such a beautiful thing they have these yeah. on amazon <laughs> I, have a selenite. I don't sell them I just, no, no i know i just I have recommend them. Moon. i like my selenite oh. mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah you can get a plates to put things on and they have there's all kinds of selenite different things you can do with the wands and towers and all kinds I bet, of stuff I bet. yeah yeah it's really great awesome. so we're close to the end um susan would you like to tell people how they can find out more about you mm -hmm. and what you're doing right now i know you mentioned you had something going on that is noteworthy yes um actually so my website is called soulmastery.net, soulmastery.net, not com, but net. Or Susan Taylor Shire, you can Google and you'll find me. And one <laughs> of the fun things I'm doing right now, which is still open for you, is I'm doing what I call an immersive masterclass. And it's called Own Your Sacred um, Value. And um, know your divine worth and open to your heart purpose. So it is, um, and you can get that whenever you listen to this, it will be in recording form if the immersion is already complete. It's June now. But um, what it will do is give you tons and tons of experiences, like the guided meditation we did, we do a number of those, we'll do way more exercises to really allow you to feel very viscerally that beautiful sense of your sacred value, your connection, your intuitive worth, your capacity for intuition, helping you with that empathic nature that is exhausted right now and being able to um, fill yourself with more resources so you aren't just automatically giving or take, you know, um, feeling other people's energies, et cetera, et cetera, which can be a real problem and dissolving all those self-sabotaging mechanisms that everybody has to being their own sacred value, which is their greatest superpower. Right. Feeling yeah. sacred value is your superpower. And it's time for us to feel that sense of we mm -hmm. are the superpowers of the planet. Right. Yeah, I think so Philip just put Philip just put the link up there on on the page. You. Oh, and there's yeah, Nikki. So oh and Susan. Nikki Wood and Susan or Sharon Williamson are here. So wonderful. <laughs> thank you. Uh, thank you, Susan. Um, and Philip, would you like to share uh, what's happening at Awakenings Institute? Anything? 
Uh, yes, we have our coaching and healing program, which is actually a big comprehensive program starting next week. It's June 14th at the time of this recording. Uh, so that's something people might want to check out if they want to develop mastery and coaching and healing and the kind of things Susan was talking about and what she does too so well. Uh, go to, uh, and I'll put a link up there, but a tinyurl.com slash HOL coach is the shortcut tinyurl.com slash HOL coach. And uh, check out the coaching and healing uh, live uh, certification program that Jane and I will be teaching starting next week. Fantastic. Yeah. And uh, for everyone out there, if you want to support the circle, there are some things you can do. You can like our page, which is facebook.com forward slash awakenings circle. Uh, you can share this video with your friends and get the word out further. And you can invite your friends to join you in the circle and share, share the joy. So thank you all for being with us. And thank you again, Susan. Stay with us, Susan. We'll, we'll talk a little. Um, and the last part of, that we usually do is send that love and light and fill your whole week ahead with it because it's there for you. <laughs> so bye-bye, everybody. Have a wonderful right. week. Thank, thank you, you both Susan. very much. Thank you. Thanks.